Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Final hour, Big and Dye, Jay Binkley, Kramer, Sansone. Named after former Bears quarterback, Eric Kramer. True story. So I got sidetracked with that uh, Iowa beer comment. Because I told you about Fongs. And the text line's evidently been there. I like I Fongs. It. I got a text from Alex Gold. He verified it's good. The other place we ate was Zombie Burger in Des Moines. Fried pickles, Kramer. Zombie nachos. And then their burgers are fantastic. The zombie burger. The flamethrower. The dawn of the dead. The walking ched. Breaded deep fried macaroni and cheese bun. That's bacon, cheddar, cheese. Caramelized raw onions and mayo on the burger. (laughs) Bink, when are we going to make a trip up there? (laughs) I don't know, man. But I'm really wanting some... uh, Iowa beer down and some zombie burger and some fongs. I do like me some thongs. Fongs, not thongs. Yeah, like I said, fongs. It's not what you're saying. I'll go up there with you. You know what? When Bobby Witt gets to Omaha. That's not even close to Des Moines. Not, you know not what? even close. It's still drivable. No, but yeah, if you want to drive an extra three hours. It's not three hours. All right, so what's the distance between Omaha and Des Moines? And what's the distance between Des Moines back to Kansas City? It's like a perfect triangle. Well, Omaha's got its share of breweries, too. You can just take Two-hour and two-minute drive from Des Moines to Omaha. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's not bad. That's still a lot. Of, that's still two hours after a game, which but, but may not be open. Zombie Burger and Fong's? How about Bobby Witt? I'd rather watch him play. Yeah, Bobby yeah, Witt. No, I, I want to watch Bobby Get Witt. Three. I'd rather watch Bobby. You get Bobby, Fongs, and Zombie Burger. I do like me some Thongs. I'd go to Zipline Brewery because they're they're a Lincoln deal. Lincoln Brewery. But they've got a place in Omaha. That's where I'd be. It's right there by TD Ameritrade. Now, it's a little bit of a distance between there and Ameri- in Warner Park. They're not exactly real close to each other, but I digress. And I hope Alex Gold went to Zipline because I didn't hear about any breweries when he went to Omaha. He went to the College World Series, but... You're not really taking the whole experience unless you're doing some of this stuff. So hopefully he did. By the way, Mike Matheny was asked about if anybody tried any of that nonsense on him, how would he handle it? Yeah, I don't know what that was. And I'm hoping um, I'm hoping it doesn't go in that direction because once it, once you, once it does, I don't know if there's any putting it back in the box. But He's talking about the whole Max Scherzer incident, about being checked after he'd been checked twice. Um, I don't think there's going to be too much of that, only because the umpires 
I mean, they're all over. I mean, they're checking, they're watching. Um, but if something slips by and somebody does feel like this particular guy knows cheating and here's where he's hiding it, um, then, you know, I think it, it does put the manager in a tough spot. Um, and he, you're going to do whatever you got to do to win a ball game. But if, if somebody's going out of their way to try and start something with us and just going after our guys and making it just a spectacle, then, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's not going to go well. Yeah, I don't think people are going to be doing it much to the Royals. And keep in mind, and this is where the bad faith comes involved. If you get your pitcher checked, you're going to probably check theirs. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, they do it to us, so we're going to do it to them. Yeah, but Mike Matheny, former four-time gold glover, played the game, excelled at the game. He's like us. He wants the opponents to have a sticky substance, but it's got to be, you know, within reason here going to get worse before it gets better um, i think you're going to see a lot of different strange things and um guys trying to get creative uh, to, to still try to find the grip that's the once again that's the issue here and yeah. that's why i haven't been too big on the on the whole thing is, is i want the opposing pitcher to have a grip now i understand and i agree if they're using it to cheat to get spin rates increased and uh, something needs to be done but as far as just having a grip without having that um, everybody's at more of a danger. And it's going to be an uglier game because guys are going to throw the ball all over the place. So it's it's kind of finding that what's going to work where we're not going to get in trouble. And uh, we just need some help with that. <laughs> it is fun, Kramer. I admit, watching highlights because they're showing all the guys getting checked. Well, and the fact that they had uh, that rookie pitcher, Mickey Janice, being checked, and he's a knuckleballer. A knuckleballer. If he has. And he sp- sucks. Yeah, if, uh, he got rocked. He's by- got an 18 ERA. Bink, he had a very good inning and a third. Trust me, I was watching his debut. He's been playing. Okay, Jordan been... Alvarez parked one. I like Janice. I, mean, I like knuckleballer. Well, the thing man. is, he got checked. If he has something on him, he's not being a very effective knuckleballer. No, no. But they are checking guys now, so they're not going to be doing it. But it is funny because it's kind of become a touchdown announce who can have, who can be the most pronounced out there, who can throw the biggest fit. When it's not a fit. It's it's the fact that I'm in my game. Don't knock me off my game. If your shirts are in your check three times, I understand getting mad. But some of these guys putting on a show after the first time when it's happening to everybody, you know, just just take it, man. Just just deal with it. Don't forget it's some of your players that wanted this to happen as well because you're taking it too far. Let's go to Big T and Shawnee. What's up, Big T? Hey now, hey guys. Uh, good stuff, man. Uh, Sticky so, stuff. Uh, it's it's yeah yeah you know this has been going on a long time we were growing up listening to the uh, radio you know because they didn't have all the cable and stuff back then I, my grandma was such a big fan and she knew all the pitchers and she goes oh, I like this pitcher I like that because they cheat yeah. I missed the sandpaper of the glove <laughs> yeah yeah she's going you know the I remember the what was it John Candelaria or something they had sandpaper and they put thumbtacks and and I remember oh Gaylord, thumbtacks yeah. Yeah, Gaylord Perry, he does a dippity do in his hair and Vaseline, and you know, so so this has been going on a long time. I, I you know, I uh, my grandma used to say, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So, but you Agreed. know, uh, base baseball man is just such a crazy game, and they got all this analytics and all these videos now and all this and that. But it's just the the human element when people try to do stuff. It's just really cool, and uh, you know. Some of those other pitchers, you know, like like you were talking about the you know the knuckleballers, the Necro brothers, those balls used to just dance around. And I even remember 
pitching in Little League to get a better grip on the ball. We'd chew a lot of bubble gum, and we'd lick our hand when we chewed our bubble gum, and then we'd grab that ball, and it'd get yeah. a little sticky on that ball. And they still do that now, tobacco and the bubble gum. But I think what they need to revert back to, if anybody remembers this name, Mark the Bird Fidgers, I think they just need to be kind and talk to that ball, and maybe they'll just do all a little bit better. That guy was funny. If you ever see any videos of him, you'll crack up. I used he to got- love Herboski, like doing the Matt Hungarian, like of the mountain where he'd take his fist and throw it in his glove and then turn around. And then the yeah. time he got mad at the umpire and just started throwing all the balls to the side. Yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd be all pissed off at the ball and he'd, he'd <laughs> take that ball. And, and you're right, Dick. But, but Mark the Bird Fidgers, he was the greatest. He'd get behind that mound and he'd start talking to that ball and saying all sorts of words. My dad go, look at that crazy guy. He's talking to the damn ball. Tomorrow, let's, let's, let's go out and get them victories. We, we, I hate to say this, but we need three. We need three from Texas. We we got to get three. If we don't, this team is sunk. We can't keep falling out because we got four in Boston, but we got to get that pitching going. I don't like that stat. Our pitcher's the highest, second highest ERA in the American League. Oh, my God. What bothers me, Big T, is the Yankees. This this, yeah. this Royals team is, is terrible against the Yankees. It drives well, me crazy. Well, you know, the Yankees, hell, if you look at it, you know, we, we were pretty much in them games. I'm not impressed with the Yankees. I don't know about anybody else out there, but I was more impressed with Tampa Bay, Boston, and, and Toronto. You get the Yankees out of that cookie-cutter ball uh, stadium. They're they're in real trouble. Whoever bet the over on them is in big trouble. And, I yeah, I hate Yankee scum, but let's go out and beat them Rangers tomorrow. And, as always, let's go Royals. Choo-choo-choo-choo-choo! There you go, Big T and Shoney. That one thing is – it's hard to call for it, Kramer. We we should never call for sweeps. Two out of three, yes. Sweeps, we got to be careful with that. You do know if they win every single series for the rest of the year, they might make uh, just postseason. Don't, don't talk about it, Kramer. Don't talk about that. Just they're only what seven, eight games out of under five hundred. It's eight. Just get the five at the All Star break, man. See what You're happens. still in it. I mean, granted, there's not the the extra postseason teams this year. Thank God there isn't, but yeah, no, they they have a chance. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's stupid. I was way against it. Whoa, whoa, time out, time out. Were you against when they expanded to one wild card? No, that I think that actually. Were you against it when they went to two? The wild card game is is good. I like that one, but if you're adding more teams, no. You didn't like last year. It was different. I know it was different because it was a sixty game season, so it worked during that. But no, it's. I don't think the Rays would have made it that far. Really? I don't, I don't think the Reds should have made the postseason. The team was loaded, man. The Reds should not have made the postseason last year. You wouldn't add playoff teams just to spike. Because here's the thing. Baseball, this is like... There's a reason why there's 162 games, Bink. The only reason we're talking baseball is, one, the sticky stuff. <laughs> Two, these hideous uniforms are going to be worn at the All-Star game. We'll get that in just a second. But one more, one more thought from Mike Matheny. Will he challenge umpires to go check out the opposing pitcher? And I doubt they do, Kramer, because a lot of times people don't want you looking in their own house. You know what I'm saying? So they stay away from it. I would. No, not unless we we feel there's something blatant going on. But they're they're going to be ahead of that before we get there. And the only time I'm going to get painted into a corner, guys, is if if they come after one of our pitchers, and then I'm going to check every single person that walks on the field. I mean, yeah. If they open up that can of worms, then uh, it's going to get ugly. Um, let the umpires do the thing. Once the managers start getting involved and feeling like this is something they're supposed to uh, control, um, you know that that's when I think this is really, as you saw last night, I don't blame Dave 
Um, he was frustrated because they were, you know, taking his, his ace and his starter has already been checked a few times and kind of taking him out of his rhythm. It's a distraction. It's, uh, the whole thing's already a distraction. But for, for the managers to initiate that, I think that's where you all of a sudden start. You're going to start seeing some issues. Here's the thing, Kramer. Mike Matheny could whip some butt, man. I don't know if there's another manager in baseball that could take him. This guy could still take players. This guy's out there catching as the backup catcher sometimes. You know, he's still doing stuff. He still catches bullpens. Four-time gold glover. He's tough. Name me one manager that could take Matheny. Because he said right there, he said, they start checking our guys, I'm going after theirs. I don't know. I feel like Gabe Kepler could knock out a few people. Sometimes those all just all those muscles built up, though, not the toughest guys. Like, I'll give Girardi credit, in which he won't. Which he won't. Because he, he, Max Scherzer was mad at him and stared at him through the dugout. But you know what he said? He comes out and says, bring it. Like, he comes out, he was about it. Like, it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to be about it. Girardi was about it, right? Yeah. He might have got his butt beat, but you know what? He would have. He still walked out by himself saying, bring it. <laughs> the, the, he did. Coach I give him credit really for that. Quick behind him, say, "Hey, all right, come back, come back." But don't you give him credit for doing that? Like, if you're gonna be about it, be about it. I don't mean, talk true. about it. Be about it. It's very true. Like, would you, who who would take Matheny? Guys, for this stuff all the like, time. Like a player, like a, a player would take Matheny. Our or? Royals insider, because I always send him stuff like matchups, like who would win a fight between Witt and Dyson. You know, Soler Perez, who would be it? I mean, I'm always asking. These questions. So, uh, so a royal Stan player. Judge, who's going to win that fight if they ever got in the fight with each other? Probably Judge. Luke Voigt versus Brohern. You know, there's some good matchups. Luke Voigt, pretty tough man. So for he man- led the league in home runs last year. Do you know that? Yes, it's yes. crazy. So you're saying which manager would take could take Mike Matheny or which player? I don't player think anybody. Take- no manager. We'll stay, stay with that. I don't think any of them could. And granted, most of them are older, but. I feel like Alex Cora could probably. No way. He's probably cool. No he was way. quick and crafty back in his day. I'm sure he is. Good but do defensive you think he glove. Could take Matheny? Probably not. Matheny has Matheny. He's a four-time Gold Glover. Like I'm not saying he's huge. He's he's big. He's stocky. He is. Like he like he he's got muscles upon muscles still. I imagine if the Royals got into a little skirmish, he'd be right out. Nah, Gabe Kepler. I feel like. Nah. You think Gabe would still take him? I don't though, man. Those guys do fall hard sometimes. You know I. I just have a feeling Matheny would be the toughest manager. Could be wrong. But he, he's the type of guy to be right after defending his players, wouldn't he? What about Tingler? Huh? The Padres. Jace? Yeah, yeah Jace. Be, I can see him having a little nasty streak in him. He does get mad. Kevin Cash. He's Kevin Red Ass. Isn't he? Yeah. Because I know they always have that. You know, best looking manager and all that. Ned was always talking about that. Who I mean? Who cares, man? Who would win in a skirmish? Now, if Ozzie Gian was still there, still in Chicago, I'd probably take Ozzie. Kevin Cash still a young guy too, but he gets he gets really fired up. What about Larusa. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Larusa versus Dusty Baker. That's a good one. That there's so much history on that one too. What do you think these all-star uniforms? Actually, hold that thought. We'll get to we'll get to that, and we'll continue our baseball fighting next. Bank at night. Welcome back to Bank at Night. Jay Bankley, Kramer, Saint Um, Nick Prado just did his for Northwest Arkansas. 
Kramer brought up a good point. Why hadn't he been called up to Omaha at this point? With Rohern here now, he now leads all of AA in home runs. He's really one of the few examples, Kramer, I've seen that really benefited from the alternative site. They kind of set some guys back. We talked about Jared Klinik for a second. He was the number four overall prospect in baseball. Gets called up to, uh, Klinik got called up to Seattle. Um, didn't go so well for him. Didn't end up with two home runs, six ribs, but a .96 ERA. Went over his last 39, sent back to AAA, where he's hitting 263 at this point. It's like Bobby Witt. I mean, you're good with him marinating there a little bit yes. because the minor leagues, the big gap that we got between the minor leagues and major leagues. And, I'm with you on that. And granted, you said Nick Prada benefited from the alternate site. Bobby Witt Jr. benefited as well because, I mean, they saw Daniel Lynch, Chris Bubich, Brady Singer, Jackson Coar, all at that uh, that have made the appearances either if they're in Major League Baseball or they've gone from Major League Baseball back to AAA. They're at least caliber to be pitching Major League Baseball, so they at least have seen that talent, especially over at the alternate site. Prado's fun, and he really took off. Now, he was really good a couple years ago in Lexington, won the South Atlantic League. He was with MJ Melendez, that crew. They won that. They struggled a little bit in Wilmington. Well, a lot of people struggle in Wilmington, right? That's why it's no longer a farm club. Now it's Columbia. Now it's Quad Cities that you've been to, Kramer. Pretty sweet. Hey, was it? Was it, was it all? It was fun. Because it was I fun. know you – here's the deal. Kramer drove the Quad Cities – the new high A for a ball game. There's a lot of Astros stuff still there in our team store. Have you? Was there? Yeah, it's a, everything's marked down too. It's kind of funny. And you, have you been to Northwest Arkansas yet? Have Spring not. Hill? Have you been to Omaha? I have. I. I. Ooh, I have not been to the new Omaha. You've been to Rosenblatt, not yes. Warner. I've been to Warner. It's fun. I've never been to Quad Cities. It looks a lot of fun by the river. The thing that sucked was in the sixth inning. I was going to go ride the Ferris wheel. And the tire was flat for it to keep spinning. So uh, we did not ride the Ferris wheel. That happens. Actually, who cares about Ferris wheels, Kramer? I wanted to watch You're the a grown part of the man. game. You're a grown ass man. On the Ferris wheel. There's no reason for me not to. If it's at the stadium, I'm going to go and enjoy it. Did you have cotton candy too, Kramer? Pretty darn close. That's my ice cream. <laughs> and I also had the sea salt chocolate chip cookie. Terrible. Really? It was so, it was not good. I'm sorry you didn't get to ride the Ferris wheel. I was bummed. Did you swim in the river? Could I? No, there's a there's a drop there's a drop off. There's no there's no. I mean, you could, but I'm not going to jump off the side of the thing to get into the river. Could a ball land there? If someone gets a hold of it, yes. It, I'm pretty sure Vinny is going to Pasquatino is going to at least find some real estate out in the, the Mississippi at some point. I mean, it's only three oh nine down the line. Yeah. I'm disappointed you didn't even noodle. Why would I, why why would I noodle? While it's catfish there? day tomorrow. You never noodled. Never noodled. Do you know the Chiefs used to have a guy named Kelly Gregg that noodled? How many you don't hands, know we're talking How many fingers do you have? It's where you stick your arm in catfish. Better hope there's not a snap turtle in there. Bite on your arm and then you pull the catfish out of the water. Better hope there's no snap turtle in there. Noodling. Hey, regardless, we were in a conversation about the toughest managers. Text line chimed in with Rocco Baldelli. Rocco's 6'4", 200. Matheny's 6'3", 200. He's well over 200 now. Matheny's probably correct. What would you say, 230, 225, 230? He's probably about 220, 225. Kepler is huge. We're talking former players here and all of them. I'd still take Matheny, man. I think Bob Melvin can try to get a go. 
He's tall. He's like six five. I don't know, man. Just like there's Aaron some, Boone. Just listen. No, I yeah, take Matheny. I yeah, take Matheny over Boone. Over Aaron Boone. Yes. Cora's six uh, six foot, about two hundred. He's probably right around that weight now, too. Probably, yeah, probably. I'd still take Matheny in the fight. That's Schilt. Mike Schilt. Matheny. Yeah, I'll take a Matheny over Schilt any day. 100%. I think there's very few Royals that could take Matheny. Slayer probably could. Perez could. Um, man, I'll tell you this about Dyson, because I remember talking to him in spring training back at 12. We asked him who the toughest Royal was. He said himself. And As I agree with that, As though. he should. I can see him throwing some fists. I don't think we're getting some of these pitchers enough credit, though. You know they got quick arms. Wade Davis seems like a sneaky, tough guy to me. He does. We won't, Vern and I once asked Wade who the toughest Major League player was. Because why? Because we get bored sometimes. And who do you think he said? Of all time? Yeah, of all time that he probably, ever, that he ever played with, probably Kyle Farnsworth. Exactly who he said. Kyle Farnsworth, man, he's like he, he box. He ended up playing like like minor league football. That's right, defensive he, football. That's right. But the thing about Farnsworth was they used to do this uh, anonymous survey of major league players, like who's the one guy you wouldn't charge the mountain against? He'd always win. Like that was the guy. Like, <laughs> like if you getting plunked a couple times, you call in Farnsworth, right? You call, you call him in, you let him do his deal. It's he's, like hockey. He's, he's like the he goon. Hit their he's starter, the goon. Get hit. He's the goon of baseball. You think that whole Rangers, uh, was it the Rangers, um, the little skirmish they had this year? The Rangers have a skirmish this year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rangers got into some fights. It was one of their guys got taken out with the Capitals. Remember they fought before? Oh, They I'm dropped their gloves I'm, right in front of yeah, their opening face yeah, off. So they ended up the getting caps. like four fights. Yeah, against Vic, the Cavs. I thought we were talking about baseball right now, but I didn't think we were talking we're about talking the New York Rangers. We're talking hockey fights. We're doing, we're doing a little bit of both. Not Texas Rangers. I don't know why, but when we were just talking about Kyle Farnsworth, I can always see the Carlos Quinton, Zach Grinke always fighting because they always fought. Yeah? Because, hey, Carlos Quinton charged the mound on Grinke and broke his collarbone. But, by the way, uh, Edward Olivares, it is eighth home run tonight up in Omaha. He's been going back and forth. Why is, he, why is he not with the I don't club? know, man. Olivares, I'd keep him, man. He's been going back and forth. I feel bad for him. Kind of like C.J. Spiller where he kept going you know, back and forth to residence in. Olivares has been on that train to Omaha a lot. But he's killing it up there. And it's not like he was bad here. Well, it seems like every single batter in Omaha is killing it, even with Kevin Merrill. Pretty good middle infielder. He's this, actually hitting the ball pretty good. Royals Farmer put it out there. He said it went with well, the parking lot again. He, where all of ours, you can't even find out where the ball went. Like second straight night, he keeps, he's making diamond catches. Say his defense is not as great as some of the others. Well, he's making nice catches. Edward Olivares. Why not? If Benny's he not here, bring him up. That, he was the key to that Rosenthal trade. That's true. He was. Got to get something back. Coming up next, Kramer. Tied in University. Sign me up now. Binning at night. Welcome back to Big at Night, Jay Binkley, Kramer, Sansone. Edward Olivares, by the way. Or not Edward. Edward Olivares. Three for three tonight. 387. My, my. It's in 387, Kramer. In Omaha. It's crazy to think the gap between 
the triple A in majors is. It's a Grand Canyon gap, man. It really is. False numbers, false sense of security, how good you are. Oh, by the way, before we talk about Kelsey and Titan University, did you see the uh, – I, I showed you – well, you've seen them. It's all over the – whether it's social media or Facebook, Twitter, whatever you're on, or maybe the news had stories on it. Uh, the uh, the new All-Star jerseys. A lot of people don't like them. It's kind of like when Major League Baseball came out with those new era cat members with all the uh, zip codes on them or area codes, and they didn't have like where the Royals played, the 816, right? And a lot of teams like had the same problem, right? Yeah. They, they got rid of those. Which is smart. People didn't like them. They spoke. They said they don't like them. Well, they don't really like the all-star hats. And Well, I mean, the hats have hats gone okay. better than the jerseys. To be honest with you, I don't care. I've never been a big jersey guy, broadcaster guy, whatever. I just don't care that much. But the bottom line is, there is something to care about. As I told you earlier, this is a different year. Because before, you may not even see them. Because it'd be during the home run derby. Or batting practice, if we don't have a guy in it, maybe Prez gets in it this year, you'd see it. Because they used to wear the regular – they used to wear this stuff in the home run derby. In the regular All-Star game, you wear your regular uniform. They're not doing it this year. In home run derby, you wear your regular stuff. And in batting practice, then when you get to the All-Star game, you wear these new jerseys. Which, like baseball, Kramer, we keep talking about it. They keep doing things and just – they probably think these would be hot sellers, right? The All-Stars are wearing them. They'll sell a bunch. But they won't because nobody wants them, Kramer. Nobody wants them. It's like baseball at it again. But they, they're switching it this year. People are still going to get it, though. This is a good topic, I think, for your YouTube network. You know, I, I appreciate that. That's a, it's a, it is a great topic. Uh, I Honestly, if it's I, the uniforms going, I prefer how it, how it always is, where the where the All Star Game clothing it stuff. It should be your own home run derby, like where it's where you're used to home run derby. Wear the stuff. Yeah, no, do I? I don't, I don't want to be like sound like an old guy here. I just want to keep it how it used to be with Major League Baseball. No, this is something that's like you're standing out more because say if it's a, an Atlanta Brave pitcher out there going against a Detroit Tiger, it's kind of cool seeing a difference of that because they have a different uniform on, and it's like a different home white uniform or a different road away uniform. I I I, I enjoy the aspect of it. Yeah, I do too. By the way, the text lines ask me, uh, Travis East Forty Brewing, he's going to. What beer do I recommend? I recommend the Quarter Quarter Pale Ale or the uh, Jackson County Common. So that's my selections there. But regardless, Kramer. Titan University, you've heard of this thing? They even have their own Twitter account. It's it's Kittle, Kelsey, and Olson. They created this thing, right? The uh, the the uh, Titan University. It's in Nashville, and it started on Wednesday. And to get to know each other a little bit, they they showed video of them sitting there eating together and everything. And you know, Kelsey will be talking to him, Kittle, Olson, but they're getting together, and there's like over fifty guys that have been there. But the one guy they didn't invite is Tebow. Right? Like, you would think he would get the invite to uh, tight end university, don't you? I mean, I would hope. He kind of played a little bit of tight end when he was, uh, well, he practiced as a tight end. Put it this way, the 49ers took everybody, second, third string. Like the Chiefs, Blake Bell's even at tight end university. George Kittles told ESPN, um, Tebow did not get an invite to participate because of higher than expected response. There wasn't enough room. Quote, I want everyone to come because I want everyone to learn, everyone to get better, Kittle said. But we didn't really plan that every single tight end would want to come. We thought we were going to get like 20, 25 guys max. 
And the next thing we know, we were at 45 or 50. Ran out of hotel rooms, kind of ran out of space just in general. Hopefully in the next coming years, I can make it available to every single person and help any tight end that wants to come and show up, learn, and get better. Nothing against Tebow. He just, uh, these guys that have put eight to ten years in, tight end, you know, going back to high school, whatever, trying to make their way. Von Miller's done these pass rush camps before. But the tight ends, they even have their own Twitter account. I think the bottom line, and they have a youth football camp the final day. It goes Wednesday through through Friday. Tomorrow's the last day of tight end university. And they're in Nashville. You know they're tearing up 4th Street. Yeah, you, you, I wonder how much of it is learning rather than how much of it is just like hanging out. Like I've talking. seen the videos on Provo of Kelsey behind like Olsen, like going, what's blank? You know, have fun and party, right? It's all oh, the yeah. NFL, everybody. Because Kelsey wants to party. It's I mean, tight end university. It. You get the tight He's the best tight end in the business. Five straight years of 1,000 yard. The only tight end to have five 1,000 yard seasons. Besting even Gronk, besting even Tony Gonzalez. He's the best in the game, but might be the biggest partier in the game at that position. But I think most people go to tight end university. Sure, they you know Darren Waller's there, you know Johnny Smith is there, Hunter Henry, all the tight ends uniting. You know that's good. I, They're I, all getting like together. That. They're hanging out. Most of the starters are there. They're hanging out with each other because you know they want to see each other get paid. You know they talk about hey we I mean, block a like linemen, yeah, we yeah, catch. Yeah, it's for, well it is now more never because yeah. Kelsey and Kittle and Olsen are bringing everybody together. I wonder why they haven't done anything like this for the kickers. They should. They're people, too. Exactly. How about and punters? They're, they're, they fall in line with the kickers. Just mix the kickers and punters and have, like, a kicking clinic. And I'm sure they'd get some youth out there that want to learn you from these guys. You could show Cody Parkey film of hitting double doink. But the bottom line is, I think most of them want to go party with Kelsey. Or Gronk. I don't know if Gronk's there. I don't know if he's one of the guys at Titan University. If Gronk's there, I, I want to be there. I don't know if That's he is or not. That's at. Yeah, I don't know. He would be the party. I mean, he would be invited for sure. I mean, he's he's, he's the definitely the, the biggest partier out of the tight ends. See, Mark Andrews and Eli Wolf are there from the Ravens. Uh, the Raiders got Ellis and Waller there. Uh, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard are there. Noah Fance there from the Broncos. Um, Henry and Johnny Smith, like I said. Kyle Pitts is there, by the way. Already. He's already been invited. Logan Thomas used to be a former quarterback at uh, Vautech. He's the uh, stud for the uh, Washington football team, who, by the way, can't get that name trademarked. I don't know if you saw that. I, I did see that. They can't uh, trademark WFT or Washington football team. But I don't see Gronk. Dawson Knox is there from the Buffalo Bills. Cole Komet's there. TJ Hawkinson. They got the who's who of tight end. Mike Zicky's there. Like pretty much every single tight end's there. Eric Ebron is there. They just need to tell Eric Ebron just to catch the football. Packers have three. But Blake Bell is there for the Chiefs. You think the, do you think Aaron Rodgers told his tight ends to go there? They should have brought Noah Gray, shouldn't they have? You, you would think. Like woken him to the tight end club. If Kyle Pitts is there, I, if I'm Noah Gray, I want to be there. But you've seen the videos, right, of Olsen trying to talk and Kittle trying to talk and Kelsey behind them yelling. Go to Pro Football Focus Twitter. You can see Kelsey behind yelling. I mean, it's what this is. It looks like they were at some kind of social event. They all ate together. You know they're partying. You know they're partying, right? Yeah, it's it's literally the two to three weeks prior to actually mandatory camp. 
to, you know what, relax, have fun, hang out. Because once the two to three weeks come, it's a grind until February. They talk shop. They want to get paid more. Even Gronk even said, you know, it's great when Kelsey gets this money, right? Because they're they're a hybrid between you know being on a block. Everybody, everybody wants to go get theirs. They want to go get theirs. They want sure that their their teammates can get theirs and everything. But Kelsey, he kind of turned things around for that position. Second in the NFL in receiving yards. 2019, fourth in the NFL, first in the AFC. So he led the AFC in receiving yards. Like right, he's showing what the tight end position is. It's ever changing, but anyway, it's a youth foot. You know what? Kelsey's been on the circuit though. He was speaking to Arkansas State football. I don't know if you saw that not too long ago. But really, I'm more interested in what Travis Kelsey had to tell NFL Sirius XM. I'll get to that next. Bing at night. Welcome back to Big at Night, Jay Bankley, Kramer, Stan Stone. We're going to be going up for a zombie burger here. A couple of our drive north. Probably not right tonight, Right to those though. damn storms. Yeah, not tonight. Speaking of storms, what's going on, man? My phone's just going nuts with all these different flash floods or whatever. Really? I haven't got anything. I I, I, I can look outside right now. It just looks I dark. I do for some reason. I don't know why. I tried to get I off of that. Uh, none offense. More if it's just because it's an age thing. It's my, genera- think, my generation doesn't really care. It, no, I don't think it has anything to do with my – it's just it's just a weather app I got, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I just had the traditional weather app. I've downloaded it, not the ones already programmed, on to, programmed onto your iPhone. Amazon Alexa will do this to you, too. You get one on your phone, you get one on your machine if there's some kind of flash flood. I, I used to have a weather radio a long time ago. I had to get rid of it because I get tired of just going off on all the time on flash floods because those are basically everywhere. Everywhere that we got. But now I get these things on my phone all the time to say. So, I don't know. I know north of us is uh, not doing too well right now. So, we'll see what's going on there. But uh, you might be careful uh, if you're if you're driving up north. But Travis Kelsey at that tight end university. Like I said, he's been everywhere. Speaking to the Arkansas State football team as well. But he was on Sirius XM NFL channel when he said this about his expectations. Well, I mean, I'll say I'll, – I'll... I took a note from the Bulls uh, when they were uh, they were, you know, winning their championships and and had their had their run. Uh, it don't mean a thing if you ain't got the ring, baby. And uh, <laughs> all, the, all those accolades, all that stuff, it might be cool when I'm I'm sitting down on a couch watching the young guys try and chase the record. But it, when right now, none of that really meant anything. And it, last year was a failure to me, to be honest. It's just mm. it, that's just what I have in my heart. This is the type of player I am, man. If uh, if we're not going out there winning Super Bowls, man, the season isn't a success. See, I'm with him on that. We talked about it earlier, but I'm with him on that that mindset. That mindset of if we didn't win the whole thing, we're disappointed. But the thing is, too, Kramer, I have to ask, you know, with this tight end university, he's they're sharing their secrets, right? Like they even asked Kittle that. You're sharing your secrets. Well, they're okay with that because they want to see the position flourish. But in essence, are they kind of creating the next wave? It's kind of like Tiger Woods when he was good at golf. So many people took up golf. Right, like he he was a victim of his own success, right? Guys were coming up to beat him. Like Kelsey, he's got ridiculous numbers. He's the only tight end ever to have five one thousand yard seasons. He's done it all in a row as well. It had never done been done more than three times in a row. And Greg Olson, who's part of this camp as well, 
where the organized did three straight times. That was a record. Kelsey's blown past that. He's a he's a five straight years of a thousand yards. But the last couple of years with ninety catches and a thousand yards, only four guys in the NFL have done it. Two of them are Kelsey and Darren Waller, who happens to be there, who happens to have a very loyal quarterback in Derek Carr. Gosh, Darren Waller's so good. Who never wants to play for another team, by the way. Derek Carr's so good. Now I know you're being sarcastic. He's really good. He didn't want to play for another team. I, 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 I never even gave you crap about oh, I love this. It. Remember when he said he, he I, you weren't here when I played that? I was thinking no. of you though. I, I was with Grant. I'm, 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 I'm glad I live rent free in your head, bud. Were you? <laughs> you don't, Kramer. I did. You just said it. You thought of me when you were playing the Derek Carr stuff. Yeah, because you said I don't want to play for another team. I mean, I wouldn't either. I guess him and Gruden Probably are buddies not many now. Want him. Do they have too good of a friendship where you can't? Where I think now it he is. He wouldn't think. Well, see, that's a mistake. Like you can't get to. If you're a coach, you can, listen. You can like the players, have them respect you, but you can't get unless you're Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, like like Belichick and Brady. Well, they I, could be best friends or whatever. It doesn't matter. Personally, but, like you can't tie yourself if you're Gruden. I guess he could. He does he, have a hundred million dollar contract. Here's the difference, and he's going to be rich. So what's the matter? When so. Gruden came back to at that time Oakland to take over the Raiders. He lost that his last job. He lost that locker room with Tampa Bay, like he he clearly did. So he wants to try to re re did reinforce. he though? Because I really haven't heard that. I think he lost that team, man. I'll give him credit though. I mean, what, in his prime, there was nobody better. You know why True. he had, he had the Ra- he built that Raiders team to be a Super Bowl team. Actually, it was a Chucky Bowl. Callahan ran the Raiders, but it, essentially he built that yes. team up. And then Dungy, of course, built the Bucks up, but Gruden. Finish the deal off, but he, he's basically responsible for both those teams. True, and he's lost a little bit of in Vegas. To me, but as, every as single season since he's been back, though, he's made sure to have a better record every single season. So he's at least doing something right. It's been taking him a little bit longer than expected. Listen, Cars had some good seasons, and I do like the defensive coordinator switching Gus Bradley. But I'll be honest with you, but it's still Kramer, and I get it. The defense sucks. I get it. Every year, the team doesn't make the postseason makes the team, or or ends up in first place twelve of the last seventeen years. It happens. The Raiders, to me, like the Cards, Cards in the NFC, Raiders AFC, the most pressure to get to the postseason. Yes. Because they didn't make it. Like, like I will buy, like their car, they did make the playoffs once, but he didn't play. Remember he got hurt, broke yes. his leg? Yes. But they ended up making it. But he's got to make it this year. If not, they've got to go a different direction. They just have to. That's the thing, though. The offense last year was actually good for the Raiders. It was just the defense. That's the thing. The defense. But they weren't happy with it. The Mayak wasn't happy with it. They weren't happy with Rugs, and he said so. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no. That, he was disappointed. I mean, he was hurt the first five games of the season. I mean, that running game is legit. I mean, we know, we've seen what obliques do to. I mean, Alberto Monesi, How how that deteriorates, like what your production is going to be there. It's but that's the exact same thing that we saw. Well, at least I saw with Henry Ruggs last season. I mean, I really, really like the running game. How could John? But they had to get rid of, they had to rechange their offensive line, right? Trent Brown, New England, Gabe Jackson left. Hudson, the Cardinals. No, right now, you got Colton Miller, Richie Cognito, with Denzel Good, Alex Leatherwood, who they drafted probably around I do too like. early. We, we, the Raiders have a history of drafting you too early. And I think Leatherwood falls into that. Yeah, hey, we'll see his production. But the running game with Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs, they already had it. Josh Jacobs already stud. I don't know. I just feel like they got some pressure on them. Oh, no, there's definitely pressure on the Raiders. 
But do you think John Gruden feels it or not? They actually have fans this year that can boo him. Uh, you no. know that Vegas Knights actually booed the hockey team. They've never done that. Yes. At the Fortress, they never booed them, but they got booed. Well, yeah. Which is crazy because they're still in. But they got booed. Do you think Vegas fans will boo the Raiders? Yes. They didn't oh, get a yes. chance to last year. And you know, you know, welcome to our city. You guys let us down. Or these can be happy to be there. I think this time, since there's gonna be fans being introduced there, week one, they'll be cheering. If it's gone down, it's if it's gonna go down the wrong slope, go south really quickly, you're gonna hear a lot of boos quickly. And see, they they didn't have to hear it last year. Like that whole free fall, nobody was there. It's different. That's why I told you earlier about Justin Herbert, right? He's gotta he's gotta go in front of fans now. Not that there was some in some places, but not like the full capacity. To get your checks and your audibles and, you know, the noise, because it is a difference. It does make a difference. Ask Derek Carr. He pees down his leg. When they had fans here at Arrowhead, and he didn't pee down his leg. Not full capacity, Cream Dog, and the temperature was nice. He was a lot better last year during nicer weather because he didn't lose a game. Of course, because he's, he's a nice weather quarterback. He plays in a dome. Not, yeah, had a dome now. Do you know that dome they have has two different surfaces? Yes. UNLV plays on turf. The Raiders still play on grass. Yep, because they have it slide out where the grass is actually being soaked up by the sun. But the Raiders play on the grass, though, all the time. Yes. I mean, yeah, I mean, football is grass. It's like I, a hybrid. Yeah, I, I like that, though. I, 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 I would prefer football more on grass than turf. That stadium is actually cool. Did you see that stadium is nowhere near the cost of SoFi? I get it. It's in L.A. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine building a stadium now with the price of construction? Well, heck, you can. Uh, I mean, if the A's want to move, go hey, to you, can, you can't even fix your deck for a decent price now. Hell, if you're going to buy a swimming pool, which I'm not, you have to be on like a two-year wait. At that point, it's not even worth it. If you're waiting two years for a damn pool, no, there's no way. It's the I, going rate, man. That's the, the wait, man. It's like Packers and Chiefs. Well, I'll just spend that 15 bucks for that little kiddie pool, fill it up, give me a 12-pack, I'll just soak in that. Adulting. Yeah, that's adulting to its finest right there. Hey, I can put that on my balcony. With your two new chairs? My two new chairs. Kramer adulted. He went and got two new chairs. Two new chairs. I fixed my hammock. I had to go buy some chain and some screws. You should just duct tape some everything, hooks. man. Gorilla tape. I'll put I do it on, tack put on, on it. everything. Spider tag. Get some spider tag. Have, have you ever seen it? You played ball. Never seen spider tag. I've used pine tar, but pine tar will my mitt. It's fine. That's what I use. I use that for grip. You think pitchers will turn around and say, let's see if you're corking those bats? No, because they're definitely not corking the bats. It's definitely the only reason why the ball's going out because of the launch angle. We, you know, we have seen some some balls die this year, but with the weather warming up like it is now, we've seen, some, we've seen some monster shots. I mean, Mondesi put one in rivals with nachos and beer. You know what I'm saying? Crushed it. I'm going to head to tight end university, Kramer. Oh, you are? Yeah. After I go to Iowa and get a zombie burger, make my way to Nashville. Long drive. Especially doing that. <laughs> yes, yes. What dude. the hell, man? It's the weekends are four, brother. It's true. Tight end university. Anyway, thanks, Kramer St. Zone, for producing the operation. Much appreciated. I feel like always we had fun tonight. What's the weather? Last minute weather. Give me some weather. Is it all up north? Is it coming here? What's going on? It's all up north. Is it all up north? As of is, right now. Is it coming out it's south? Just, it's just dark outside. 
Well, Big, you really can't tell. You got, we'll, we'll, we'll be outside of something. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.